Welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk today about a book called Business Process Improvement. It's a pretty good book. It's a, a book about streamlining process. He states that streamline the author states that streamlining suggests the trimming of waste and excess, attention to minute detail that might lead to improved performance and quality. So it's interesting because that statement, he's not looking for big changes. He's looking for minute changes that are going to have big uh, impacts. So the things that are important are probably already in the process. And that contributes to the bottom line and contributes to the process. But any disruption or any human intervention or touch points is going to slow down your process. And it's gonna drop quality, it's gonna increase uh, error, and uh, it's gonna increase the amount of time in the process. So these minute details and identifying areas that um, can be used to streamline or make things more smooth is gonna be uh, advantageous. And that's the whole, basis of business process improvement is making the, the flow more smooth. So you think of like of a stream, how things are flowing down on a stream. Um, rocks or boulders that are in the stream, uh, water has to flow around it. If you're going down in a canoe, it, it, you're going to have to shift left or right so you don't run into the rocks. And that requires lots of effort. So a lot of energy is being expended. And that, expense, that expenditure of energy is uh, costly. Same thing in business processes in manufacturing or in services. Anything that requires uh, lots of energy to acquire is going to be expensive. The 12 cornerstones tools to streamline are, number one, eliminate uh, bureaucracy. Number two, eliminate duplication. That's a bit. That's also true in data processing. Uh, is use object-oriented design to eliminate uh, duplication. Use data warehousing to identify where data has been duplicated and uh, database schemas have not followed um, proper normalization reduction. And then by uh, eliminating duplication, you improve the efficiency of the process. Eliminate every activity in the business process to determine its contribution. Evaluate every activity in the process to determine its contribute to meeting customer requirements. And uh, you're gonna, and that will help you to identify areas to increase resource or focus on. Because meeting those customer requirements should be the ultimate goal of process improvement. D, simplify. Simplify does not make mean make less complex because sometimes things that are simple require a great deal of complexity in the model in order to achieve. Determine ways to compress time cycles to meet or exceed customer expectations. Um, and that's through the usage of leverage, minimize storage cost, make effective use of capital equipment and working environment to improve overall performance.
make it difficult to do an activity incorrect. And uh, those are, that's possible through validation and verification that through the process of verification and validation um, that any process is that goes out of standard will immediately um, either be prevented or cause warnings. Reduce the complexity of the way we write and talk. You know, and that's moving towards more visual systems, uh, iconic language, and getting more of a standardization and agreement on the terminology of what describes processes in the organization. Standardize. Again, that standardization reduces complexity. Select a single way to do an activity. The more ways you, pathways you have to do the same activity, the higher the chance of error occurs in one of those pathways. So reduce that down to a single pathway of acquiring that activity, even if it takes more time or is more, less um, convenient. Create a structure and policy that encourage customer feed, supplier feedback and partnership. And that's critical too because um, these are your external vendors and uh, yet those external vendors are going to reflect on uh, their services and products are going to reflect on your performance with your customer so uh, that feedback to them on their performance is critical to your performance big picture improvement look for creative ways to drastically change the process and it's interesting that he's not looking for incremental changes. Um, in the Japanese systems, they don't like drastic changes. They want well-established, proven processes to be implemented, and then they're slow to change those proven processes. Here he's saying, you know, look at the big picture and uh, look for creative ways to improve process. So let's say, you know, you have a process that's, that's being done with human automation, um, and uh, assembly, maybe you're on assembly line, and then there's new technologies with uh, computer vision and dexterous robots using um, assembly of parts and welding or soldering, and the and it can show that you can improve uh, production hundreds, if not thousands, of percent then um, these, that would be considered a drastic improvement in the process. Preventing means can change the process to ensure errors never reach the customer. And that's what you want. You don't ever want the customer to have to report back an error. You want to have enough quality controls and assurances in place that it prevents those errors from ever reaching the customer. That means more comprehensive testing, verification, validation, lots of field testing, and uh, a very reasonable confidence that that the, the errors have been worked out. Excelling means the process works, it's stable, and meets customer requirements. That's what excelling means. Bureaucracy is bad, boring, burdensome, and brutal. Yeah, and the best thing to do is cut the bureaucracy out, 
get a flat, more flat lot level where leadership is working closer to the people on the front line. Bureaucracy often creates excessive paperwork in the office. Now, the quality of your company depends on your managers. Uh, a good set of managers will hire the right people and attract the right talent and uh, increase productivity. Managers typically spend 40 to 50% of their time writing and reading job-related material. 60% of all clerical work is spent on checking, filing, and retrieving information, while 40% is spent on improving process-related tasks. Um, that's really important because the uh, ability to communicate is critical for um, is critical for management because you're you're going to communicate ideas and uh, work is being coordinated and that that coordination requires writing there's going to be business cor correspondence between the business and the customer there's going to be legal correspondence or contracts that need to be written up and agreements that need to be signed so this the reading and writing is absolutely essential in american business uh, contract law is considered paramount and so the things that are written are um, held to so the terms and things that are for delivery have to be in writing evaluate and minimize all delays red tape, document, review, and approvals, documentation or reviews. So, you know, I look back again on this, uh, use, this statement that 40 to 50% of the manager's time is uh, writing and reading. So the ability to write and read is very critical, critical thinking, critical writing. And then it says 60% of all clerical work is spent checking, filing, and retrieving information. That's an area where AI could be very useful, is retrieving information, analyzing the information that's being uh, uh, retrieved, and then filing new information in the automated pipelines. So as the, as the managers are writing information, that the AI systems are documenting it, and they're filing it away, and then they're, they're verifying the information that has previously been written to see if the data's um, correlating or if there's some inconsistencies in the data. And, that, and so I can see how AI in the future for the clerical work could be a great tool. Management reduces bureaucracy by starting with a directive. Their directive informs management and employees that each approval, signature, and review activity will be financially justified. That reducing time cycle is a key business objective and a non-value-added activities will be targeted for elimination. Yeah, non-value activities need to really be removed because they cost time, they cost resources, and they delay um, providing real value to the customer. That distraction is noted by the customer and uh, is considered wasteful. And companies that waste uh, consumers' time will lose consumers. 
A bureaucracy step should be left only if there is a sizable documented savings from that activity. So there is a need for bureaucracy, but there needs to be a savings from that activity. Duplication of data from different parts of the organization can produce conflicting data and lead to an unbalancing of the organization. For example, sales may generate a monthly customer production ship forecast and production control distributes a completely and production control can distribute a completely different forecast. Uh, again, yeah, and especially is true in large organizations that grew really fast. There's lots of small databases and uh, and getting the accurate, correct picture of what's going on in from all the units is uh, difficult. And you have different departments that are producing uh, data and they may be incorrect, uh, but it may be correct for the data that they have available. So sometimes that th th this will lead to conflicts in data. Accrual means the value of the end product um, exceeds the accumulated cost. Value added equals value after processing minus the value before processing. Okay, so that's a simple equation. Value added assessment is the analysis of every activity in the business process to determine its contribution to meet end customer expectations. So again, it's this look at uh, what activities are actually leading to value to the, the end customer. Um, value is defined from the point of view of the end customer or the business process. Waste occurs when activities exist because the process is inadequately designed or the process is not functioning as designed. Activities not required by the customer or process or the process and activities that could be eliminated without affecting the output to the customer. So that's, that's that streamlining. You want to remove the waste in the process. If it doesn't add any value to the end customer, then you can remove it. It's probably something that was put in there as part of um, a business process that someone thought might be valuable. But if it's not really adding any value to the end customer, then you can remove it. You know, one that I, I always am amazed is that people still stand in long lines to check out and uh, why self-service hasn't become more popular and even beyond self-service is why um, when stores with modern technology can't know the amount of, uh, of product that you have in the cart and automatically as you um, approach the exit of the store have the immediate tally and uh, with 100% you know, confidence know the amount that's in your cart and just check out. So you, know, you reduce your time from several minutes for checkout to um, maybe less than a minute or a minute, two minutes. And, uh, and why these, that process can't be um, set up automatically with uh, open bays where people can just walk through, put in the, their card information, and then walk out. It's just, you know, these, these steps for verification on the business side seem to be wasteful and uh, 
but yet it continues to be a common process and point of sale systems, which uh, is interesting that they keep holding on to these old traditions. But they imagine that the business has an argument case for that is that, you know, if they don't itemize every product that's going out, then they could have excess loss of income due to products that are not being charged. And, uh, and then that, then that becomes a, a lack of confidence in the technology that is itemizing the products that are in that cart. And so the technology would need to prove in uh, high reliability through verification and validation that that process is reliable. But just having a tradition of having a cashier there to check to make sure that the, it's a customer-facing uh, employee, I, I don't see any value in that. And so that should be removed. Communication breakdown exasperates failure when individuals in the process fail to talk to their customer and understand their requirements. And communication breakdown means uh, customer abandonment or churn. And that is very expensive. Too much time is spent on internal maintenance activities such as coordinating, expediting, record keeping, instead of redesigning the process. <clears throat> that redesign of process is so critical. You know, that I see a lot of incremental improvements rather than redesigns. And it makes a very rigid system, not easy to uh, do analysis. There's not enough analysis. There's too much clerical work and uh, not enough uh, prediction. And that's where the AI can really uh, be beneficial in, in business through time series. You can apply um, long-term short memory and it can remember what's important and what's not important and uh, be used in time series to uh, create trend and, and help bring attention to the things that are important. And uh, as more things are added into the system, that, can, that system can dynamically change. Um, the introduction of deep learning networks with lots of features, it can detect what features are important. Those, those are things that um, I think adding the AI into business could be beneficial. Combining operations, moving people closer together or automation can minimize the movement of documents and information. Um, maybe that in a not automated world, that might be true, but where everything is now digital, uh, everything is very close. Waiting time can be minimized by combining operations, balancing workloads or automation. Yeah, that's a that's an important thing. Is everything's moving now towards automation? The new new uh, we've gone from the industrial revolution to the knowledge revolution, and now we're in the automation revolution. Uh, identifying root causes reduces troubleshooting. The increase in complexity results in increased difficulties everywhere, as activities, decisions, relationships, and essential information become more difficult to understand and more difficult to manage. Simplification starts by evaluating every element, making it easier to understand and less demanding of other elements. 
When an organization fails to make continuous simplification efforts a major portion of the management process, it invites difficulty and poor performance. Simplification is achieved by combining similar activities, reducing the amount of handling, reduced delays caused by handoffs and decision making, eliminating unused data and copies, and refining standard reporting. And that's important that we're that you're constantly uh, refining standard reporting. Reporting is the lifeblood of any uh, business. All business decisions are driven off of business reporting. And I think that's been kind of a niche area for Power BI, Tableau, is that uh, the reporting now can be exploratory, that if you have a question in some number, you can click on it and get a drill down. Or if you want to combine um, two sets of data sets to see how they might correlate, that uh, you have pivot tables that can do the correlation. And there's lots of visual types of controls that you can use for understanding the data and interacting with it. Long cycle times prevent product delivery to customers and increase storage costs. Every product has a market window. And again, in some of the podcasts, we've said that trend doesn't seem to change over time quickly, but fads do. So if products are a, a fad, not a trend, then they're going to have a short market window. Um, so identifying those windows are important. As we said, you know, that uh, Visa changed the e-commerce world, allowing people to move from purchasing on catalogs and mail-in orders, direct mail, to online uh, orders through the usage of a Visa card. So that product had a window. New windows that seem to be emerging are going to be augmented reality, where you're going to visualize the product either on yourself or on in in the environment that you're looking at. Uh, virtual reality is going to allow you to interact with those products and see how they work. Uh, virtual reality is used being used extensively for training on products, reducing the cost of. Um, and improving the communication to the customer how to use the product and reducing the cost to train the individual on the usage of a complex product. Often activities that have been done serially can be done in parallel, reducing the cycle by as much as 80%. And again, that's like that analogy of the checkout. Everything should be done serially there, not in parallel, and uh, reducing time. Computer-aided design allows all activities, parties to review the document simultaneously and eliminate the transport time. Especially with COVID-19, the usage of video conferencing, sharing of digital models, uh, group interactions with the data, either two-dimensionally or three-dimensionally, absolutely a booming trend right now. Reduce interruption by not putting personal working, work, working on critical business processes in high traffic areas. The employee must agree upon time to work uninterrupted on the project. The process needs to be an optimal location. 
management must set up proper priorities, communicate them to the employees, follow up to ensure these priorities are lived up to. Design and develop in such a way that it is difficult to create errors, which we've already stated. Your best, your best competitive edge is well-trained workforce. A production process will include such um, documentation as a set of blueprints and specifically all dimensions of the product. Detailed specifications um, cause every chemical or process solutions to the product. Step-by-step work instructions for each operation sequence. A set of inspection and test instructions and a training plan. All processes are highly dependent on supplier partnerships outside the process who provided input in the form of material, information, and ideas. Suppliers have the responsibility to understand how their inputs will have a major positive impact on the business process. The company has the responsibility to provide the supplier input specifications, help the supplier develop a plan to upgrade output if necessary. And the Toyota definitely follows that um, pattern. And... uh, they do that through working with the supplier. Sometimes I'll even come down into the supplier business and help them develop and improve their processes because they know that their success depends on the, the quality of their suppliers' processes.